0: Displays. So I have a lot of students that, you know, wish there was a quick, easy, proficient way to make various uh, charts and displays in Excel. So even though we're not that far into the course, I want you to know that it is quite easy to make things such as stem and leaf, box plot, histogram, dot plot, um, all of those plots in Excel. And so even though we haven't delved you know, deeply into how to do these things by hand or the deep meaning behind them all, know that this video is there. So you can always return to it um, later. Here it comes. I'm going to read the and <laughs> read this. So our practice today is how do we create data displays in Excel? Calcium is the most abundant and one of the most important minerals in the body. It works with phosphorus to build and maintain bones and teeth. According to the Food and Nutrition Board, the recommended RDA of calcium for adults is 800 milligrams. The data that we have here, and that I'm also going to put um, in Excel, is the daily calcium intake for a random sample of people with poverty-level incomes. Researchers believe that the mean daily calcium intake for poverty-level income people is below the RDA of 800 milligrams, poor people don't get enough milk, etc. Now, way later in the course, we'll do hypothesis testing and we'll really take a look at, is there enough statistical evidence to make that claim uh, that people below a certain income aren't getting enough calcium? Uh, that's called running a hypothesis test. That's the tail end of the course. For now, we just wanna say, and I'll ask the first question here, what type of data is this qualitative or quantitative? Hopefully, you're looking at that, thinking it's numerical. Uh, you can perform arithmetic operations on it. It's it's quantitative. So I have that answer there. Quantitative, qualitative data. Just to put out out there would be things like hair color, eye color, political affiliation, religion, right? Things that are categorical. Um, so this is quantitative data. Describe the shape of the distribution. Is it skewed left, skewed right, bell shaped? So at the beginning of a stats course, we 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 talk a lot about the shape of the distribution. Is it fairly normal? Is it skewed left? One of the, Some of the fastest ways to determine that is to look at stem and leaf, histogram, box plot, dot plot. You wanna look at these data displays so you get a quick visual onto the, as to the shape of the distribution. So we'll do that at the touch of a button, I promise. And then this last question is, are there any outliers in the data? So you could manually type this all into L1, one list, one column of, a, of Excel. Or, well, those of you that are not in my live class, that's most likely what you will do. And I will actually scoop down a little bit so you can see all those numbers. So what I did was I just highlighted all this copy paste into Excel. But you know, if you want to freeze the screen there and, and type it in, you may. Uh, I'm going to move over to Excel. All right. So we assume that you get all your data into Excel. And I'm also assuming uh, that you got the megastat add-in for Excel. Could always my live students, I give them access. You could always Google how do I get the megastat add-in for Excel. Just makes a lot of the things that we do in statistics easier. All right, so we're just touch of a button, I promise. So we're going to go to Megastat, we're going to go to descriptives. And first thing I'm going to look, and you see all these options, box plot, dot plot, stem and leaf, first thing I'm going to look at is the stem and leaf. So stem and leaf, and I'm going to go ahead and highlight all the data. Hit OK. And I'm just gonna kind of if you if there's the stem and leaf in all its glory, I can zoom in a little bit here. The way you read a stem and leaf, and I don't want this podcast to be, you know, too deep, but you know, the stems they tell you are the hundreds digit and the leaves are the ones digit. So this would read as somebody had calcium, okay. Well, five times a hundred is five hundred, right? So somebody had calcium five seventy something, someone had calcium level five eighty something, and then you know, up here, these 900, two people had calcium in the nine, close to 900. Uh, you know, two people had calcium close to 800. But in later in later classes, we'll go more deeply into how to read it. For now, uh, let's see if it'll let me annotate here. If you kind of tilt your head to the right like, and superimpose this curve, you see that it's fairly bell-shaped. Okay, so when you t- we're, for now we're just talking about the shape of the distribution. So it's fairly bell-shaped, fairly symmetric. We're, rarely will you see perfect bell-shaped data or <laughs> perfectly symmetric, but it could happen. Um, we're not seeing severe skew. We're not seeing the tail is to the right or the tail is to the left. Um, so first things first, we see our stem and leaf. One thing I will note, if you count all the leaves, If you count all the leaves, you will see, you know, a count of 40. So if you count all the leaves, you'll know you had um, 40 observations. Okay. That's the first thing. Um, Now I'm going to go back to the sheet here. Actually, let me clear, clear ink, clear ink. Okay. I'm going to go back to the data sheet. And now what I'd like to do is cook up a touch of a button. Here we go. Descriptives, cook up a dot plot. Easy peasy, you just tell it. Hit OK. And then underneath there, oh, sometimes it buries it. Now we have the dot plot. So I can kind of make that a little bit larger here. So the dot plot gives you a quick visual let me zoom it a little bit for you here the dot plot gives you a quick visual on the spread and the shape of the distribution so once again if i can sort of superimpose a, a curve on top of that data you know i'm still seeing i'm still seeing that it's it, it's fairly bell shaped or mound shaped that it's fairly symmetric uh, you know, you still, see, you, you still see that there are some people that had uh, calcium below 600, you know, but there are a few people that had calcium o- above the 900 mark. Um, and you see that it's, you know, where it's densely packed. So you see like the, the bulk of humanity, right? Or the bulk of this sample, uh, you know, so the bulk of the people, you know, seem like they have, cho- uh, I was thinking cholesterol, calcium in this range. So it gives you an instant visual. I would say looking at that dot plot, it depends on your data. With this particular data set, I would say the dot plot perhaps isn't as good as, oh, say, the stem and leaf for determining the shape of the distribution. Sometimes one is better than the other. Let's take another look. Let me hit clear drawing. Let's take a look at another data display. Let's go for the. Go back there again, add ins, megastat, descriptives. This time, let's go for the box plot. And, you know, later down the pike <laughs> in other lessons, we'll figure out how to make a box plot by hand and, and really what it tells us. Uh, for now, let's, you know, practice retrieving it. If I just click box plot, hit OK. So a box plot, sometimes called a, a box and whisker plot, can also reveal the shape of the distribution. And, you know, although we haven't intensely studied it yet, uh, what we can sort of glean from this is that we see that the distance from the median, I can tell you this line right here tells you where the median is. We haven't studied mean, median, and mode much, but it's coming. Um, but the distance from the median to the upper tail is about equal, not perfectly equal, but about equal from the median to the lower tail. So that's just giving us more evidence that it's fairly symmetric and that there are no outliers. So that's the big thing I wanted to say. The box plot is your fastest bet for how to determine if there's outliers, because if there w- there are no outliers, if there would have been outliers in the data set, they would have been like out here. Sort of kicked out as like a star or an asterisk or some kind of symbol floating out there. So an outlier is far away from the rest of the pack, right? And so to play with that, actually, let's do that. Let's pretend, (laughs) let's pretend someone had an unusually high um, calcium level. So let's just say 1010. I'm just going to make up a, a larger number there at the bottom of the data set. What would that look like if there was an outlier type thing? So let's go back to Add ins, megastat, descriptives. I'm going to tell it I want the box plot. I'm going to re highlight those numbers just because I added one. I'm going to go ahead and hit OK. And now let me clear ink here. Now you see this next box plot that I made it's obvious there's an outlier out there. So that, that 10, 10 calcium level that I threw on there is see how it looks. So now you know the looks, even though we haven't intensely studied box plots yet, you know that this is a box plot that does not reveal, that does not have any outliers in the data. And this is what a box plot would look like if there was an outlier in the data. And so now also just to bring that, if the, now the distance from the median to that upper observation, which is also an outlier, you know, the distance from there to there is significantly longer than the distance from the median to the lower observation. Um, So that would, and typically that would create right skew, tail is to the right, right skew. Um, Although, so we do not, so I'm gonna remove that now. So we did not have an outlier. We had, you know, fairly bell-shaped data. So I'm actually gonna cut, that was just for grins and giggles, (laughs) Um, go back to the sheet. All right. And now I'm going to clear, just bothers me when the ink is there, so I'm going to clear ink. All right, now the last one um, that I want to demo is the histogram. Now you'll notice, I just want to show you this. You'll notice when you go to add-ins, megastat, notice under that descriptives tab, let's just talk what we have. We, We can do a box plot, we can do a dot plot, we can do a stem and leaf but you're like, hmm, where's the histogram option? Right, so the histogram option isn't, isn't under there. All right, so where is it? <laughs> so megastat, frequency distribution, we know and we will hear in class that uh, you know, if you were to do it by hand, you would create a frequency distribution first and then you would have your histogram. So frequency distribution, the data is quantitative, And then once, and then it's blatantly saying, "Do you want a histogram?" So I click on histogram. Input range. Once again, I'm just going to highlight, you know, all those values. And I'm not going to highlight that last one was me making up an outlier, so I'm only going to highlight to the um, to the 792. Go ahead and hit OK. Ignore the message. That's just a glitch in my ignore that message. (laughs) Now, oddly enough, I don't know why Megastat does that, but it kind of um, buries buries images under one another. So this is what I want to get to. So here's the frequency distribution. And in class, we'll go deeply into how to read a frequency distribution. That'll be for a later time. I'm just after that histogram, retrieval of the histogram. There it is. Okay. So, and once again, you know, if we superimpose a curve in our mind's eye, over that histogram, once again, we see it's fairly bell shaped. So, all of those plots are leading us to conclude that it's fairly bell shaped. Now, I do want to mention, and I'll put this over here on the side later down the pike, you know, if we were to see a histogram that looked like this, tail is to the right, right skew. AKA right skew, (laughs) positive skew. So tail is to the right, right skew. So if you were to witness something like that, right? Or if you were to witness a histogram that oh, say looked like this, and you see what I'm getting at here, (laughs) and you were to superimpose a curve along there, you know, tail is to the left, left skew, meaning the tail of the curve, if you were to superimpose a curve. So tail is left, to the left, left skew. So those are the three that pop up in our course the most. Um, There's other things such as bimodal, two humps. Um, But yeah, we're we're typically looking, is there any severe skew or is it fairly normal? Um, All right, I hope that helps. So um, just to kind of rehash that really quick. So you'll go to add-ins, megastat, most of your images Your graphs are under um, descriptive. So your box plot, your dot plot, your stem and leaf. But if you want your histogram, you would go to frequency distribution and then quantitative. All right. Hope that helps.